Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole, or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. That's C-O-N-C-E-R-N-I-N-G-H-I-M.com. So far in the life of the Apostle Paul, we've seen his uh, missionary journey through Cyprus and Asia Minor, and now we have come through uh, Acts chapter 15 and the decision reached by the Jerusalem Council uh, that uh, believers in Christ, specifically Gentiles, did not need to adhere to the law of Moses in order to be saved. They simply needed to believe in uh, the gospel message and put their trust in Christ alone for salvation. Now, at the end of Acts chapter 15, uh, we are going to see Paul's desire and Barnabas's desire for them to uh, go back through the churches that they had planted and encourage them and visit them once again to see how they're doing. And so we're going to be looking today at Acts chapter 15 and verses 36 down through chapter 16 and uh, verse 5. So we'll read that section as we begin. Acts chapter 15 and verse 36. And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaimed the word of the Lord, and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John, called Mark, but Paul thought it best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. And there arose a sharp disagreement, so that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Paul came also to Derbe and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. And they went on their way through the cities, and they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in number daily. Let's pray as we begin. Our Father in heaven, it is encouraging for us to see the expansion of the, the gospel message throughout the Mediterranean world. And today, as we begin the second missionary journey, we ask that we would uh, be encouraged by the growth of the church and that we would see ourselves as continuing uh, in this role in our day and age as well, that we can share the good news about Jesus Christ with others uh, with whom we come into contact. We pray, Father, that if uh, anyone is listening that has not received the Lord Jesus as their Savior, that they would consider his claims on their life today as a result of hearing your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
So we have, first of all, a uh, desire on behalf of Barnabas and Paul to go back through uh, the churches that they've already planted, specifically in Cyprus and Asia Minor, but there arises a dispute between the two of them uh, when it comes to the team that's going to be taken. So their desire in verse 36 is that they would return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. But then in verse 37, Barnabas wants to take with them John, who's called Mark. Now, you'll remember that on the first missionary journey, John, or Mark, had gone with them from the city of Antioch to Cyprus and had traveled with them all throughout the time that they were on the island of Cyprus. But when they went from Cyprus and sailed up to Asia Minor, we are told uh, in Acts 13, 13, that Mark left the group at that point. And we're not given uh, particular reasons for that. Uh, perhaps it was due to sickness, uh, perhaps fatigue. Maybe he was homesick. He probably would have been a rather young man. Uh, perhaps he was uh, discontent with Paul's leadership and thought that uh, Barnabas, who was his relative, should have had uh, more of a leadership position. We don't exactly know why he left. But here, it seems that Paul uh, thinks it's best not to take Mark with them again because he had withdrawn from them on the first journey. I think Paul considered his abandonment of them a negative thing, whereas Barnabas is ready to give him another chance. And uh, maybe this has to do with the fact that they are related um, he's ready to assume the best from Mark, whereas Paul is still perhaps skeptical that he will actually see the trip through. Well, there is such a strong debate that arises between them, disagreement here, that the two of them end up separating from one another. And so Barnabas takes Mark and they go together back to the island of Cyprus. Now, this shouldn't surprise us because we've already seen that Barnabas was originally from Cyprus. And so I think the island of Cyprus would have had a big burden on his heart and perhaps the heart of Mark as well. And the reason why they desired to go back to the island. Paul, however, takes Silas, and Silas we saw uh, last time, as the individual, one of two individuals sent by the church in Jerusalem, along with Paul and Barnabas, to testify to the truthfulness of the letter that was being sent with them, uh, that would have pronounced the judgment of the Jerusalem council, uh, which said that Gentile believers in Christ did not need to become proselytes to the Jewish faith before they could put their trust in Jesus. It was by God's grace through faith alone, that they uh, could be saved. And so Paul takes Silas, and the two of them set out to visit churches uh, in Turkey once again, traveling this time not by sea, but through the mainland of Syria, and then uh, south in, in southern Turkey, and in the region of Cilicia. And they are commended by the brothers at Antioch, to go about strengthening the churches uh, as they go through this journey. So we see the beginning of 
the second missionary journey and the desire for that Paul has to revisit these churches and see how they're doing. Remember, he's planted these churches now probably uh, sometime in 48 or 49 AD, and uh, this was the first missionary journey that he was on with Barnabas. And then we have about a year or a year and a half, maybe as much as two years, between the first and second missionary journeys. And this is when Paul writes Galatians, most likely, and the Jerusalem Council convenes to decide this issue of uh, circumcision. Well, in chapter 16 now, we begin to see their ministry in Asia Minor. And in verse 1, we read that through their journey, Paul and Silas eventually come to the Galatian cities of Derbe, and Lystra. And at Lystra, we're told there's a young disciple named Timothy, whose mother was a believing Jew, but whose father was a Greek. Now, you will remember it was in the city of Lystra in Acts chapter 14 that Paul was stoned by the, the Jews and the crowds there and dragged outside the city and left for dead. Uh, perhaps Timothy's mother and his family came to faith in Christ as a result of Paul's testimony to the gospel of Jesus there. If it wasn't directly related to Paul's witness at that time, then they would have come to faith as a result of some of the other believers in the area that had been witness to what was going on. So Paul and Silas uh, see Timothy in the city of Lystra and they decide that they're going to take him along, and Timothy uh, perhaps has been a believer now for a year or maybe a year and a half, not a long time. It seems that Timothy is well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. He has a good reputation among the believers there, and this gives us an important a point for our spiritual lives today. As believers in Christ, our reputation is important because it reflects Christ's name and has a bearing on uh, our testimony for his gospel. In other words, we're not just reflecting our own reputation. Uh, we, uh, through our lives and through uh, what people think about us are really seeing the Lord Jesus Christ displayed in us. If we have a bad reputation, that reflects poorly on Christ. Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. Our reputation is important, and Timothy's reputation here among believers at Lystra and Iconium is a good reputation. He's well spoken of. They consider to him to be a good uh, believer in Christ who's worthwhile, and when Paul asks him to join the group, uh, they are, I think, supportive of this. Now, Paul takes Timothy when he asks him to join the group, he then asks him to be circumcised on account of the Jews because they all knew that his 
father was a Greek. Now, this seems a little bit strange to us here. Why would Paul ask him to do this when the verdict of the Jerusalem council uh, had just been not to add any additional burdens to Gentile believers? Well, I think Timothy was in a special position being half Jewish and half Gentile, half Greek. His circumcision would have added to his credibility in the eyes of the Jews, showing them his seriousness about spiritual things and that he was able to actually speak with them. If, if uh, Timothy was solely Gentile, the Jewish uh, individuals would not want to talk with him or receive him at all. And so he has the uh, ability to be able to speak to Jews and Gentiles both through this act of circumcision. I think Paul is showing here a principle that he would later write about in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verses 19 through 23. This is what he says there. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not my, being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. I do it for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessing. And so Timothy is circumcised here in order that he might be a testimony to both Jews and Greeks. Now as the group, Paul and Silas and Timothy here went throughout the cities, they passed on the decision that's reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. Gentiles do not need to adhere to the law of Moses in order to be saved from sins. So, in verse 5, we read, uh, So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily as a result of the group going about uh, on this continued missionary journey. Now, next time we will see a very significant uh, movement from Asia Minor and into the area of Greece for the first time. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash partner.